Welcome to Zichur Dav Siman Memory of Ram Goldhari, and today we're Masechus Psachim Daf Lamed Dalad. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, while Abaya Bar Avin and Rav Hananya Bar Avin were learning Masechus Trumos in the Academy of Rabbah, Rabbah Bar Masna asked him the following question of the ninth parak. It says in the Mishnah, Shesile Trumos Shenitmu Ushasalon, Truma plants that became tame and then were replanted. Tahori Mila Tame Ba'asurin Mila they're tower with regard to being matame other things, but they're prohibited to eat. He asked that if they're tower with regard to being matame other things, why they're prohibited to cotton to eat? Abayim Rav Hanani said to him, the Rabbah explained that asurin melecho does not mean to kohanim, but rather that they are asurin lazarin, they're prohibited to non-kohanim, since they retain their status as truma. Rashi explains later that this is the Rabbanan that was decreed to prevent non-kohanim from depriving kohanim of their truma by converting it into chun through replanting. Rabbi Barmasna challenged them when he demonstrated that the Mishnah doesn't need to teach us since it's learned from another Mishnah. Point number two, Rabbi Barmasna said that Rav Sheshis answered his original difficulty by explaining that they are prohibited to eat was referring to being prohibited to the Kohanim, since they became invalid through inattention. This is derived from the Pasuk regarding Truma that states, Mishmeres Trumasai, which means that the Kohanim have been given the responsibility to safeguard Truma and Kachim as well from becoming Tame. And this requires one not to allow his attention to lapse in this guarding. Since these plants became Tame, it can be assumed that the Kohen stopped guarding them against further exposure to Tuma, and therefore they became rendered invalid. Therefore, even though the Tuma is removed through the replanting, they remain invalid to eat. The Gemara brings them all clothes about Hesachadas. Rabbi Yochanan says, Psul Tumahavit. It's a Psul caused by the possibility of Tuma. If, therefore, Eliyahu would come and pronounce that the Truma never became Tameh, it will be permitted to eat it. Reish Lakish says, it's Psul HaGufhavit. It's a Psul in the Truma itself. Therefore, even if Eliyahu would come and say that the Truma never became Tameh, it would still be forbidden to eat since the Truma is invalid regardless of whether it required Tuma. Rav Shesh's answer only works according to Reish Lakish because according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Truma becomes mutter to eat once the Truma is removed after planting it. Point number three, Rav Yirmi rejected Rav Shesh's teaching and explained that whatever the Chag that became Tameh only becomes Tahor if Hishikan v'achukach hikdishan. One first brought it into contact with a mikvah, and only afterwards it was makdishan. The water being brought into contact with the water is a form of planting, so to speak, which removes its Tuma status. Yet, the Rabbanu were stringent and said that it's not effective for water of Kachim. Here, too, regarding plants of Truma, we should say that ain zriya Truma. Planting in the ground is not effective in removing the Tuma of Truma since the Rabbanu imposed a greater stringency on the Truma. So once again, the three points are number one. While Abayah Bar-Avin and Rav Hanani Bar-Avin were learning the sect of Trumas in the Academy of Rabbah, Rabbah Bar-Masna asked him the following question from the ninth parak. It says in the Mishnah, Shesile Trumas, Shenitpu Shesalon, Truma plants, that became Tameh and then were replanted, Tahorim Mulatame Ba'asurin Melecho. They're tower with regard to being matame of the things, but they're prohibited to eat. He asked that if they're tower with regard to being matame of the things, why are they prohibited from going to eat? Abai and Rav Hanania said to him that Rav explained that Asurin Melecho does not mean to Kohanim, but rather they're Asurin Lazarim, they're prohibited to non-Kohanim, since they retain their status as Truma. Rashi explains here that this is a Rabban that was decreed to prevent non-Kohanim from depriving Kohanim of their Truma by converting it into Chuan through replanting. Rabbi Bar Masna challenged him when he demonstrated that the Mishnah does not need to teach this since it's learned from another Mishnah. Point number two, Rabbi Bar Masna said that Rav Sheshis answered his original difficulty brought above by explaining that they are prohibited to eat was referring to being prohibited to the Kahanim, since they became invalid through inattention. 
This is derived from the Pasuk regarding Truma that states, Mishmeres Trumasai, which means that the Kohanim have been given the responsibility to safeguard Truma and Kachim as well from becoming Tame. And this requires one not to allow his attention to lapse from this guarding. Since these plants became Tame, it can be assumed that the Kohen stopped guarding them against further exposure to Tuma, and therefore they became rendered invalid. Therefore, even though the Tuma is removed through the replanting, they remain invalid to eat. The Gemara brings them out of about Hesachadas. Rabbi Yochanan says, Psul Tumahave. It's a Psul caused by the possibility of Tuma. If therefore Eliyahu would come and pronounce that the Tuma never became Tame, then I'll be permitted to eat it. Rabbi says, Psul Hagufave. It's a Psul in the Tuma itself. Therefore, even if Eliyahu would come and say the Tuma never became Tame, it would still be forbidden to eat it since the Tuma is invalid regardless of whether it acquired Tuma. Rav Shesh's answer only works according to Rish Lakish, because according to Rav Yochanan, the Truma becomes mutter to eat once the Truma is removed after planting it. And point number three, Rav Yirmi rejected Rav Shesh's teaching, and he explained that water for the Chag that became Tame only becomes Tahor if Hishikan va'achakach hikdishan. One first brought it into contact with the Mikveh, and only afterwards was Makdishet. The water being brought into contact with the water is a form of planting which removes its Truma status. Yet, the Rabbanu were stringent and said, that's not effective for water of Kadshim. Here too, regarding plants of Truma, we should say that Ein Zriwa Truma. Planting in the ground is not effective in removing the Tuma of Truma, since Rabban imposed a greater stringency on Truma. Alright, so now we go to our Simper Dafalamadalad, and our Simon is a ladder. A ladder. So here goes. The detective who climbed the ladder to investigate the case of the replanted Tame Truma spotted a suspicious Israel walk away. While Kona was supposed to be guarding his Truma, was distracted watching the Tamei Me'achag being placed in a mikvah. Once again, it's a motion. The detective who climbed the ladder, ladder, that must be more of Lamadalad. The detective who climbed the ladder to investigate the case of the replanted Tamei Truma spotted a suspicious Yisrael walk away, which reminds us that the Duff deals primarily with Rabbi Barmas's question on Trumos, where it says in the Mishnah, Shesile Trumos Shenitmu Ushasalan, Trumi plants became Tamei and then were replanted, they are tower with regard to being matame other things, but they're prohibited to eat. He asked that if they're tower with regard to being matame other things, why are they prohibited for a Kohen to eat? Abaya bar Avin and Hananya bar Avin's answer that it was forbidding the Truma to non-Kohanim, since it was decreed to prevent non-Kohanim from depriving Kohanim of their Truma by converting it into Chun through replanting, was challenged by Rabbi bar Masna, who said that it was taught already in a different Mishnah. So the detective who climbed the ladder to investigate the case of the replanted Tamei Truma spotted a suspicious Yisrael away, while Cohen, who was supposed to be guarding his Truma, which reminds that the second answer given was that the Mishnah actually meant it was prohibited for the Kohanim to eat since they became invalid through Hesachadas, inattention. The Pasuk states regarding Truma Mishmeres Trumasai, which means that the Kohanim have been given the responsibility to safeguard Truma and Kachim as well from becoming Tamei. And this requires one not to allow his attention to lapse from this guarding, since these plants became Tame, it can be assumed that the Kohen stopped guarding them against further exposure to Tuma, and therefore they became rendered invalid. Therefore, even though the Tuma is removed through the replanting, they remain invalid to eat. We have a Malchogas, Rabbi Yochan Meshachakish, whether Hesachadas is Apsul Tuma, Apsul caused by the possibility of Tuma, or Apsul Haguf, Apsul of the Tuma itself. So the detective who climbed the ladder to investigate the case of the replanted Tame Truma spotted a suspicious Yisrael walk away while Cohen, who was supposed to be guarding his truma, was distracted watching the Tamei Mehal Chag being placed in the mikvah. Which reminds us that Rabbi Yirmi rejected the above answer and explained 
the water for the Chag that became Tami only becomes Tahor if Hishikun Va'achokach Yikdishan, when first brought into contact with the Mikvah and only afterwards was Makdishan. The water being brought into contact with the water is a form of planting which removes its Tumah status. Yet, the Rabbanim were stringent and said that it's not effective for water of Kadshim. So here too, regarding plants of Truma, we should say that Ain's real a Truma. Planting in the ground is not effective in removing the Tuma of Truma, since Rabban imposed a greater stringency on Truma. So once again, the detective who climbed the ladder to investigate the case of the replanted Tame Truma spotted a suspicious Yisrael walk away, while Kohn, who was supposed to be guarding his Truma, was distracted watching the Tame Me'achag being placed in a mikvah. All right, now it's time for a four-block-back Chazara. Daflamid. So the Simmer Daflamid is a Malamid, is a Rebbe, is a teacher. So here goes. The Rebbe. Rebbe. That must be more Daflamid for Malamid. The Rebbe had his class volunteer to smash anyone's earthenware pots before Pesach for free. Which reminds us that it's Malchokas Rav and Shmuel whether earthenware pots used for Chametz before Pesach need to be broken. Rav says they do, as he rules like Rebbe Yehuda, the Chametz after Pesach is also Bahana, and that such leftover Chametz will forbid a mixture of similar kind, and although it will be a case of no tum of gum, it will impart a rancid flavor. Rub holds that it's still usser. And Shmuel says they do not need to be broken, as he rules like Rebbe Shimru holds that mixtures after Pesach are permitted after Pesach. So the Rebbe had his class volunteer to smash anyone's earthenware pots before Pesach for free, as people wait in line to have their ovens fired up, which reminds us we may not need dough with milk, and if one did so, the entire bread made from that dough is forbidden, since it might lead to sin, meaning that one may come to eat it with meat. Similarly, we may not grease an oven with the fatty tail of a sheep, and if one did so, the entire bread in the oven is forbidden until one fires up the oven to burn away the fat. This implies that if the oven is fired up, the bread baked in it subsequently is permitted because the meat flavors in the oven are purged through the firing. So the Rebbe had his class volunteer to smash anyone's earthenware pots before Pesach for free, as people wait in line to have their ovens fired up and to do Haggala's kalim. Which reminds us that the Gemara discusses the cushioning of kalim, such as knives, wooden spoons, earthenware vessels, and that kalim used with hummus while it's cold, can be used for matzah on Pesach. Daflamidov. So the simmer Daflamidov is the law. We use a judge. A judge. So here it goes. The judge's courtroom. Judge. That must be one Daflamidov. The law. The judge's courtroom was packed with defaulting debtors who claim their creditors use their security deposits retroactively. Which reminds the Gemara introduced some alchokas regarding a creditor who holds a mortgage on a borrower's property. A buy said, If the borrower defaults on the debt, the Balchov collects the property retroactively. Whereas Rav said, the Kanalabahugova, he collects the property only from here on. The Gemara clarifies that they argue in a case where the Balkhov either sold or was Makdish the property before the loan came due. So the judge's courtroom was packed with defaulting debtors who claimed their creditors used their security deposits retroactively, including one man in his pajamas, which reminds us of the rule taught by Rubyitzak who said that we derive that a creditor acquires the security that was deposited by him from what stayed in the puzzle regarding a creditor who returns the night clothes of a poor Jew as security for a loan at night. And for you, it will be considered tzedakah. Now if, the, now, if the lender does not acquire the security, on what basis is it considered tzedakah? From here, then, it's right that a creditor acquires the security. This is the basis of Malchus, being the Tanakh Mer, whether a Jew acquires the security of a Nachri as well. So the judge's courtroom was packed with defaulting debtors who claim their creditors use their security deposits retroactively, including one man in his pajamas who came with his dog that could sniff chametz buried up to three fucking deep. Which reminds us that ruin fell in Chametz, but Rishimon Gamliel holds that if it's buried three fucking deep so that a dog can search after it and find it, then it's considered removed from the owner's possession, and he's not over on Bal Yireh. Daflamabase, so the similar Daflamabase is a mad scientist in his lab. See, so here goes. The mad scientist in his lab, mad scientist in his lab, that must be more on Daf 
Lamed Beis. The mad scientist in his lab, who was told he must pay for truma he ate according to value, and not volume, which reminds the Gemara asks what the halacha is in general when one consumes truma b'shogeg, where one repays. Does one pay according to the volume of what he ate, or does he repay according to the price? And the Gemara clarifies that the question is only when the value of the produce increased. Do we say he pays according to the measure, even though the value went up, or perhaps if he ate a zoo's worth of truma, that's all that he has to pay, regardless of its volume. So the mad scientist in his lab, who was told he must pay for truma he ate according to the value and not volume, was trying to turn a zoo's worth of figs into a zoo's worth of dates to get a bracha, which reminds us that the price that stated, if one ate b'shogeg dried figs of truma and repaid the cone with dates, may a bracha come upon him because he acted righteously is not a proof that he pays according to volume. Abai said that in fact he's repaying according to value. And the reason he should receive a bracha is because he ate something that buyers don't run after and yet repaid with something that buyers do run after. So the mad scientist in his lab, who was told he must pay for truma he ate according to value and not volume, was trying to turn a zoo's worth of figs into a zoo's worth of dates to get a bracha and experimenting to see if he could make a kazai's worth less than a shavapruta. Which reminds us that it's Malchogs Tanakama and Abishawul, whether the minimum amount of truma that one must eat to require paying back the Karen and the Chomish is a kazais because it says achila in the Pasuk, or a pruta because he says venasin and he gave, and an asina isn't less than a shavapruta. So the Simmer Daframa Gimel is a peg leg pirate. A peg leg pirate. So here goes. The peg leg pirate, peg leg pirate, that must be more on Daf Lamad Gimel. The peg leg pirate whose crew died by the hands of heaven for transgressing Me'ila, which reminds us that three reasons were given why Me'ila, which is Misabide Shemaim, is more severe than Isri Chorus. It is more severe than Isri Chorus, not because of the punishment of Misabide Shemaim, but because one would be punished even for eating less than a Kazayas of Hektish, or it even applies Be'em Miskaven when a person does not have Kavana to use that particular item, such as when a person tries to warm himself with the wool shearing of chulin, but inadvertently warms himself with the wool shearing of a carbon. And the third reason is he's chayved even if he does it in a misasic manner, such as reaching for something and inadvertently anointing his hand with oil of hektish. So the pegleg pirate, whose crew died by the hands of heaven for transgressing me'ila, and who discovered that the truma he separated from chametz on Pesach had no kedusha, which reminds us, if during Pesach one separated produce for truma from something that was already chametz, all agree that it has no kedusha. Rav Nachman Yitzchak brought the pasuk regarding truma that states teeth and lo, you shall give it to him, meaning to the kohen, uro, but not to his fire. This teaches that produce can become truma only if it's fit for the kohen to eat. If it can only be used for burning, then it can't acquire the kedusha of truma. Rav Huna Bray, Rav Yeshua learns from the fact that truma is referred to as reishis, the first of your gathered grain, which implies that after truma is taken, its remains must be distinguishable to Yisrael, meaning that it must become permitted to a Yisrael. Where the produce remains forbidden for consumption, that which was separated does not take on the Kedusha of Truma. So the pegleg pirate, whose crew died by the hands of heaven for transgressing Me'ila, and who discovered that the Trumi separated from Chambas on Pesach had no Kedusha, spent his time alone in the ship trying to figure out how to get Tahor juice out of Tame grapes. Which reminds us, it was said in the name of Rav Yochan that in the case of grapes that became Tame, one presses less than a Kabeah of them at a time, and their wine is valid for a libation offering, since... Food less than a kabeah cannot generate tumma. This indicates Rabbi Yochanan holds that the juice within the grape is not absorbed, but rather contained by it, like a liquid that fills a container. Rabbi Chista disagrees and holds that the juice is tameh, indicating that the juice is absorbed in the grape. And when the grape becomes tameh, so does the juice. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which daf of Malchuk is whether one who ate chametz of hektish over Pesach has committed mi'ila? That's on daf. 
Chavtes. Good. Number two. Which of the one that if one ate a zoo's worth of figs of truma and repaid with a zoo's worth of dates, he should get a bracha because he repaid with something people run after to buy. That's on Duff. Lamed Beis. Good. Number three. Which of the one two different sources why truma that was separated from chametz on Pesach has no kedusha. That's on Duff. Lamed Gimel. Good. Number four. Which daf to Malchus, Rav and Shmuel, whether pots used for chametz before Pesach need to be broken. That's on Duff. Lamed. Good. Number five. Which of the one that the Rabban decreed that replanted tummy truma remains truma to prevent non-Kohani from trying to convert truma to chun through replanting. That's on Duff. Lamed Good. Number six. Which daf to the question of one consumes truma boshogeg, does he repay according to value or volume? That's on Duff. Lamed Beis. Good. Number seven. Which of the one the source that a Balchob takes possession of the security in his possession from the Pasuk Uchatiyad Stalka? That's on Duff. Lamed Alf. Good. Number eight. Which of the one that water for the Chag that became Tamil only becomes Tower if he shikan va'achachachikdishan. One first brought into contact with the Mikvah before being Makdisha. That's on Duff. Lamed Good. Number nine. Which of the one three reasons why Me'ila is more severe than an Issacharis. That's on Duff. Lamed Gimel. Good. And number 10, which Duff do we have a Machok because Rabbi Yochan Reishwakish whether Hesachadas is a Psul Tuma or a Psul Aguf. That's on Duff. Lamed Dog. Excellent. All right, that concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Gold from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.